Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 401, for Wednesday, April 5th, 2017. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Just missing the top 10 at number 12 is Brass, specifically Brass Lancashire, as we now do have a Brass Birmingham. It missed by 478 views. And at number 11, Star Wars Rebellion missed by only 60. At number 10, returning after 56 weeks away, Too Many Bones by Adam and Josh Carlson, published by Chip Theory Games with 16,706 views, an increase of more than 7,000 from last week. And the last time it was on, it had a two-week run. This is its third appearance. And in that two-week run, it debuted at number two and then climbed to number one as part of its Kickstarter campaign. It is now arriving to backers. Too Many Bones is a fantasy-themed, quote, dice builder RPG, unquote. That mark of 16,706 is the fewest views for a number 10 since way back on September 14th of last year. Sliding two spots to number nine is Clank by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf Digital and Renegade Game Studios, with 17,223. That's off about 4,000, or 19%, from last week, and is about 500 more than Too Many Bones. The second of our four new entries and the first of our three debuts is at number eight, Moons by Robert Burke, published by Robert Burke Games and Quick Simple Fun Games, with 20,684, or about 3,400 more than Clank. Moons is a trick-taking card game with a solar system theme. The suits of the cards are planets, and the ranks are their moons. The second debut is at number 7, The City of Kings, by Frank West, it has 22,931 views, or about 2,200 more than Moons. The City of Kings is a cooperative role-playing board game boasting over 10 million unique battle situations. It's currently on Kickstarter and had a goal of about $35,000. It's in British pounds, but about $35,000, and has so far had $175,000 pledged. Well, there's no fifth week of a self-contained top five, although that's not really this game's fault. It only lost about a thousand views from last week. It is number six after two weeks at number four, Arkham Horror, the card game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 33,378, almost 10,000 more than the number seven game. So this upper group is still and it continues to be another level above the lower portions of the top ten. At number five for the second week in a row is Rising Sun by Eric M. Lang, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 33,611, a gap of only 233 between Rising Sun and Arkham Horror, that's on a 4,000-view gain for Rising Sun from last week, 16%, because it finally ended its Kickstarter campaign. The final total was 
$4.2 million. Rising Sun is due to be delivered April of 2018, so a year away. I would expect it will fall off the list here quickly, very soon, and we'll see it again when it gets, comes to backers next year. This is Rising Sun's 10th week on the countdown, giving it the, making it the 43rd different game to have 10 or more weeks in the top 10. The game that disrupted our streak of self-contained top fives is at number four, our highest debut, Scythe, The Wind Gambit, by Jamie Stegmeier and Kai Stark, published by Stonemeyer Games with 34,162, a gap of 551 between Scythe, The Wind Gambit, and Rising Sun. This is an expansion for Scythe, a dual module expansion. There's two different modules in here that can be used. One is called Airships, and the other is called Resolutions. At number three for the second week in a row is Scythe Itself by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 35,876, a gap of 1,700 between it itself and its expansion, which is a gain of about 700 or 2%. This is Scythe's 50th week in the top 10, making it only the eighth game to have 50 or more weeks on the chart. After spending four weeks at number five, last week Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, jumped up to number two, and it holds on to that spot for the second time in a row. It has 36,421 views, which is off more than 3,000, or 8%, but still good enough to hold on to number two by about 550 over Scythe. So I mentioned the gap between number six and number seven at almost 11,000 views. But the gap from number two all the way down to number six, those five games have a spread of just over 3,000 views. So a very closely contested, well, for the runner-up position. At number one for the 10th week in a row, and the 11th time overall, is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 104,003 views. That is a gain from last week of 3,110, or 3.1%, and is number 9 on the most views of all time list, which means that Gloomhaven now holds 9 of the top 10 positions, but not number 1. After four weeks of decline, then, when it has slid from 143,000 all the way down to about 101,000, it is now incredibly rebounded back up. This is only the third different game to have a number one 11 times. Um, I don't know, I may not continue repeating that. It's now in Elite Company. There are only three games that have had eleven number ones. There are only two. The next, the next no notable, the next notable mark will be if it hits seventeen weeks at number one. Then it will pass Scythe. However, it does have, with ten weeks in a row, the second longest consecutive run at number one, ever. Uh, only again, 
The only challenger here, the number one longest consecutive run, is Android Netrunner's 37 weeks in from December of 2012 through August of 2013. But no other game has had 10 weeks in a row. Android Netrunner only did it once. Scythe hasn't done it. Imperial Assault didn't do it. Marvel Dice Masters didn't do it. No other game since I've been tracking in late 2012 has had 10 weeks in a row at number one. And one other achievement this week is this is its 20th week on the countdown, which means it is only the 25th different game to have 20 or more weeks in the top 10. For Wednesday, April 5th, 2017.